So I'm excited for Elo. Who else is excited to do tshuva? Oh, got one other person excited to do tshuva. Anybody else excited for tshuva? Excited for tshuva, Nathan? Yeah. Good. So, how about you, Ben? The guys in the back get asked questions. That's why Aaron's moving up now. <laughs> Are you excited to do tshuva? Excited, Baruch Hashem. Mayor? So, very often, the way... When I was your age, I would not have answered yes. I would have said, I'm going to try. And I did put a lot of effort into it. But I said it was a scary, somewhat unpleasant... I don't know what the word for it is. Uh, work. You know, we'll feel guilty about myself, how terrible guy I am... And, you know, trying hard to change, you become a totally different person, I'm going to be a tzaddik this year instead of a rush I was last year, right, all that type of stuff, right, and that, and I did it every year, for many years, and it has an effect, it's definitely a lot better than not doing juva, and just sailing along in life, but it's not the way, the proper way to view juva, and it doesn't inspire you to do it the right way. The proper way to look at tshuva is an opportunity to reconnect with their Rebbein To reconnect with your creator, your supporter, to, or if you don't have that relationship, to create a support system for yourself. It's an opportunity to be close to Hashem. What could be better? When you feel that closeness of Hashem is exciting, it feels good. So why wouldn't it be exciting to do tshuva? So the Answer for most people is it, might, okay, it sounds good, but but you have to go through that whole process of feeling like a loser first, right? And that is not an enjoyable process. But again, that's the incorrect way of looking at it. Guilt. Let, let me explain a very um, important idea about tshuva and mitzvahs in general. What's the goal in life? Menachem. What's the point of life? I don't know, to make the best of learning Torah for the next world. Wrong. Yako, what's the point of life? The point of life is to grow and become closer to Hashem. Correct. Vidavok Hashem. That's the point of life. Okay? Torah is one of the main, or the main mitzvah of the vehicle to allow us, which gets us to that point. Tshuva is not the end in itself. Tshuva is just a mitzvah. Tshuva is not connecting to Hashem. Tshuva is what allows us to connect to Hashem. Very, very important idea. Tshuva is not the connection in of itself. We know tshuva is to return. It allows us to return. It takes away the impediments of connection. Tshuva is not the connection in and of itself. Right? The f- question from my bit we've said before, my bit asks, we're going, learn, we're going to learn that if someone does tshuva at the end of his life, then he, tshuva works. And his slate is wiped clean. Now, bit is Akasha. Okay, his slate is wiped clean. But how does he have any right to the next world? He has no mitzvahs. And he doesn't, is he, he doesn't have much for the next world. And he says, you're right. There's a very slight level in the next world. He has one mitzvah. The mitzvah tshuva. That's it. But the, it's all mitzvah. That's not the connection in and of itself. 
Tshuva does, what Tshuva does is it allows a person to connect to Hashem. Very, very important idea. Charata, Aziv, the three main parts of Tshuva, right? Charata, Aziv, Vesachet, and Kabbalah La'asid, right? Regret, or guilt we could call it. Uh, and 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 accept and 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 uh, and leaving over the hate and acceptance for the future, not to do the sins again. Those allow a person to connect to Hashem. But if you do that, and you don't connect to Hashem. First of all, it's not fun. It's not exciting, and you didn't get to the point. Tshuva is not the end of itself. Tshuva is a what allows us to connect to Hashem. Just like the mistake that frequently people make in the Gabe Torah Mitzvahs. Torah Mitzvahs isn't the end of itself. Many, many, many proofs that I'm not going to go into that. It's the way to connect to Hashem. So too, again, Tshuva is not the end of itself. Tshuva is a, is a, is, allows us to connect to Hashem. It's just another mitzvah. It's a very important mitzvah in the process. But the goal is always to connect with Hashem, to live with Hashem every moment of our lives. And that's the most enjoyable life a person can have in this world, when a person lives with Hashem. There's nothing close to it. But tshuva is what allows us to do it. Guilt is only useful if it drives us in the right direction. Right? What's the point of guilt? Is there a point of guilt? It is clearly in the Echelik of tshuva. But is guilt a good thing, Yaakov? No. At all? Yeah, no, not, not at all. It is good a little bit, but shouldn't like, be so guilty that you don't want to change. Correct. If the guilt, very good. If the guilt is impeding your process, it's obviously not productive. If the guilt is pushing you to do something different, then it is. So everyone else has a different level of you have to figure out for yourself the level of guilt that is productive. When a harder job of a Rebbe is to figure out when, and a parent, and a, and a person in himself, is to figure out when he should push and when he should pull. When he should use guilt and when he, right, pleasure or pain. Reward or punishment. Because it's very hard to figure out which one, when to use which. Too much guilt is debilitating. It makes it stops you. Fear stops you, right? But a little bit drives you. So a person has to figure out for himself how much to use. But again, the point of guilt is only useful if it drives you towards the goal of connecting to Hashem. So the the goal, the excitement of El is that is an opportunity to recre- reconnect with your Creator. To me, that's an ex- exciting time. Right, we said this idea many times. The summer is when we're almost for almost anybody, unless something like happens special during the year, is the time when they're most distant from Hashem. Right? Does anybody find in their history of their lives that summer is their most inspiring time of the year? No. Mickey, you're joking. No. So why is that? Um, people like get inspired by what they do lots of times, and when you're not doing Torah mitzvahs things, then your mind that's all, that that is true. Uh, that, into a bad that's 100% true. But I think also if you if even if you are in a good environment, that's good. I think it's still the lowest point of the year. Lowest point of the year doesn't mean it has to be like you know 
dropped you dropped you dropped off the you know by, by stapleding. But uh, but it it, 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 it the, the idea is is because we're furthest away from a Hashanim Kippur Sukkot. Hashanim Kippur Sukkot is a yearly cycle of a yearly cycle of inspiration. There's a, Hashem sets up for us inspiration daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly. And the yearly cycle has the most inspiring 40 days. It's Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot. That's the time when we're closest to Hashem, both in all different ways. In all different ways, we meet Hashem in those three Yom Tevim. And then we have to take that throughout the year, and it dies. Because the reality of everything in this world is that it goes downhill. Unless you put a lot, a lot of effort in going the other way. Everything in this world goes down. Even a rock degrades. Inspiration degrades really, really quickly. Unless you put a lot of effort into changing who you are. That's the reality. Everyone says, why is it that every time I get inspired, it goes away? There's nobody in the world that's not like that. You can take your inspiration and build yourself into somebody else sometimes. But the, just the inspiration itself is always going to go away. You can... Use that inspiration to change, and that could not go away over time. But everything always goes down. So, going back to our point, tshuva, again, is not the end of itself. It's a goal. It's one of the mitzvahs, one, a very strong part of it. It's a very important mitzvah, because it allows us to connect to Hashem, but it's not the connection of itself. It pushes away the averis. Now Hashem says, okay, now we can reconnect. But the goal is always to live with Hashem. This is the, we come now from the, that's from the hardest part of the year, the summer, when we're furthest away from Hashem and Kippur Sukkot, and now we have the opportunity to reconnect with the Rebbe Shalom. It should be, we should hopefully try to look at it as a opportunity for us to live a enjoy, much more enjoyable and much more inspired life. That's the proper way to look at it. So, now I don't expect everyone who didn't answer their excited tshuva to automatically change their view because this is ingrained in you very often from yeshiva or from the world or from sometimes not the greatest um, inspirers that you had who all they did on Hashem and Kippur and El scream at you how you're a terrible guy. And that doesn't do much for anybody to become greater. What makes you great, What makes you want to be greater is to recognize how great you can become. Everyone here could be a tzaddik. Do you believe that? Now, we can't all be like Rebchaim Kanievsky. Actually, I don't think anybody in this room can be Rebchaim Kanievsky. We missed that boat. Not only that, we missed that boat, Hashem didn't, never put us on that track. We were never given that opportunity. We've seen, all of us have heads full of shtosim, at best. Right? And therefore, it just doesn't, that's, but Hashem put us there, put us here. And right now, our job is to take, we could all be a tzaddik, our own titkus. We could all be way, we could all live a life of connection to Hashem. And that will be our titkus. And who doesn't want to be a tzaddik if they could live inspired and happy? What's, what's, what's better in life than always knowing what you're supposed to do and excited to wake up in the morning, right? 
what would we all give for that? And that's the idea of the goal of El to live an inspired life, a connected life, through the important mitzvah of tshuva. But again, tshuva is not the connection itself. Tshuva is what allows us to connect to Hashem. Another idea which we're going to speak about many times in Yeshiva and in Elul, which is the idea of very often when we need to do more, we need to learn more, daven more, so we'll be screamed at or told or cajoled, learn more, daven more, push harder, push harder. And right, who here gets up in the morning every day by Nezimanim for Shachar time. Usually. We got one. Okay. Fine. When did Rebbe say? Ben Azmanim on time. It's cold on time. So, why not? Why don't you come on time? So, if, so, if so you say, okay, so you know how to do it, I'm going to come on time tomorrow. Right? Is that, the, is that a good plan? No. come on time today. You have to change yourself. If you, if you want to do something different, it really is the answer to try harder. Usually the answer is try different. Meaning, if you're not coming to davening on time, Ben Azmanim, or even during the year, lately, no, even during Yeshiva, even during El, got to be crazy for that. But if, if, you, if you're like that, right, then what you have to do is work on, there's many ways to work on it. But really is the answer is, you know what, I'm going to get up the next tomorrow morning. It's probably not going to work. It might work a couple of days. But if it didn't work last El and yesterday, it probably won't work tomorrow just because I said I'm going to work harder and even if I put in another alarm. If I really, really want to come and I'm just missing that little extra push, so yeah, a little alarm, a plan, those things help. But first I have to work on, do I enjoy davening? If I don't really enjoy davening, that's a good reason why I probably don't come to davening so well because davening is not so exciting for me. So how do I change davening? So I have to learn about davening. It's much easier to push harder, but it's really the right answer. Almost always the answer is to figure out the cause of the issue. Very often we're taught to deal with the effect of the issue. Right? Let's say, for example, you hear a parent will say, or a teacher sometimes will still say, this kid's lazy. He's a bum. Right? Is lazy a symptom or the problem itself? Always a symptom. Lazy is a symptom of a problem. It's not the definition of a person. No child, as far as I know, almost no child is born lazy. There might have things that make them not want to work. And almost everybody is only lazy. That, that lazy kid that you can say, oh, he's a lazy bum. Yeah, he's lazy when you look at Mario, but if you give him a computer, right, or whatever he likes doing, he won't be lazy anymore, right? So he's not lazy. He's just, for whatever reason, not interested and what you're giving him, what you're serving him, right? Someone doesn't come to chakras, is that the problem or a symptom of a problem? It's a symptom of a problem. If you miss chakras once every six months, so you might just need a little better alarm clock, right? But it, or even if you miss it once a month. But if you're missing chakras half the time, it's a symptom of, it could be many things, but one of the easy answers would be, 
davening doesn't interest me so much. I don't love davening. So, I'm not going to push to come. Now, some people can now love davening and still come. That depends on everyone's all different personalities. Some people do what they're supposed to do, even if they're not interested, and some people don't. But if someone doesn't love to learn, that's a symptom. Is it because I don't know why I'm learning? Is it because I don't enjoy learning because I'm not good at it? Is it both of those reasons? Is it another six, seven reasons? Right? So there's no one answer. But the point is, we have to deal, we have to always figure out the cause of the problem and not just deal with the effect. So every issue we have, if we want to change ourselves, it's not easy to change. Anyone who's ever changed in their lifetime knows it's really, it's the hardest thing to do in life is to change. Even though we all want to be a tzaddik, but so far most of us have not become one. Right? Because it's very, very, very hard to change. You need a lot of things to help you change. You need the right environment. You need a good rebbe. You need a good, you need good friends. You need a, a good therapist, maybe, if you have the problems aren't something you can figure out yourself. Or you need, uh, or, or you need someone to discuss whatever your issues are. I mean, the point is that any problem you have, any weakness you have, is not going to be easily changed. Yes, we have to push ourselves. But willpower is overrated. Overrated. We all have willpower. Almost all of us have willpower for what we have will. Power is not what's missing. Almost never. Again, a great misconception in, in the world. Willpower is rarely the issue. It's the will that's the issue. If you have the will, you have the power. So what you have to work on is the will to do things. So the first step, if the point of life is to connect with Hashem, then we first have to develop that want to connect to Hashem. That's the first step in Avodah Hashem. To first want, at least to want. Now, if we don't have that drive to emotionally connect to Hashem, then nothing else in Avodah Hashem is going to get us that far. But we, Again, many of us in the room, I know that you do have it, and many, and some of us in the room, I know that you don't. And some of you, I don't know. So, but it doesn't make a difference. We all can make it much bigger. We all have to, either, even the ones who have that drive to connect to Hashem, we can all work to make that drive much bigger by, again, just taking time out of our day and saying, there are many ways to do it, but one is taking time out of day and saying, waking up in the morning, opening your eyes and saying, I know the point of life is to connect to Hashem. And if, if, you, if you know the truth, again, if you, if you don't recognize that truth yet, then there's more work to do before this. But if you have already recognized this truth, to make that truth a reality takes a lot of work. And there are many ways to do it. Every time you daven, before you start davening, you, you think and say, I recognize the truth that the only purpose of life is to serve Hashem and to do what Hashem wants. And every time you wake up in the morning, every time you go to sleep at night, take time out of your day and think about it. Okay, so let's just review quickly what we, what we spoke about today. Tshuva should be an exciting event. It should be, uh, it should, El should be an exciting time. I have an opportunity to connect to Hashem. Tshuva is not the goal in and of itself. Tshuva, just like Torah and Mitzvahs, is not the goal of itself, in and of itself. It's a, way, it's, it's a vehicle to connect to Hashem. If I did Tshuva, I haven't necessarily connected to Hashem. It's just a mitzvah. Tshuva gives me an opportunity to connect to Hashem. 
guilt is only useful if it drives you. If it doesn't, it's a waste of time. And everyone, it, it is useful, but only in the proper, in, 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 in the proper share, which everyone has to figure out for themselves. When there's an issue, you have to deal with the. These are these are every every topic we discussed here will will come up many times because these are basis. These are the base bases for self growth. That's a word basis anyway. Um, but uh, so the, we have to deal with the causes and not the effects of the problem. Willpower is overrated. You have to try differently. Usually, not harder. You need willpower and to push. And to be driven is a very important, but it's about creating the will that changes a person, not creating the willpower. We have we almost all almost all of us can think of something that we have an immense willpower to do. It might be something we we that's good. It might be something that's not good, right? But almost all of us, are, and if we're not, if we're totally apathetic, that's a different issue. Then you have to figure out what 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 what, what, what the problem with that is. But almost always, almost anyone can think of something that really drives them and excites them. And the idea is to create that excitement around Avodah Hashem, around Torah Mitzvahs, in your way. How is El more of a time to connect than the rest of the year? Well, Hashem, the reason is because, let's, I'll, I'll speak another idea. The idea, let me answer Aaron's question. Um, it'll come up again in, in, inside of, in a bunch of times. We're going to learn El Hilchas Tshuva, the Rambam. It's a specific mitzvah to do tshuva this time more than other times of the year. We're always to an idea of you read the letzerichalia, right? That you have a you go down in order to go up. Why? Why? Why is that? Why is the read important to go down? Why do we? What does that mean? And I think the answer to that is is that only through your readers do we all have faults, but they're very they're hard to see, and when they're minimal, we don't recognize them. Then we, we have a good Gishmaki Yerida, and we miss Shacharis for four weeks straight, we realize, oh, we got a problem. Even though I might come to Shacharis during this month, but if I miss Shacharis for four weeks during Ben Asmanim, I really lack a connection to davening, right? If I'm wasting so much time and not learning, now again, part of it is because you might not have a good schedule and not part of the environment and all that. But nevertheless, we by the Yeridas, when we have the Yerida, then our weaknesses stand out, we recognize them, and then we can say, you know what, okay, now I know what it is, I, work, I can work on them. So Hashem set up a yearly cycle. What if there was no Benazmanim? One second, I, I think it would be the same. But Hashem set up a yearly cycle of... Six right, of, of work. And every Yom Tif has a specific way of connection to Hashem. And we're not machines. As we always say, even the greatest Tzaddik after Yom Kippur is on a lower level than he is on Yom Kippur. He's on a higher level than he was, hopefully, than the Yom Kippur before this one. But after Yom Kippur is over, he's going back sort of to his definition of regular life, which is lower than the Madrig of Yom Kippur. No one stays the same. We're not machines. So Hashem created a yearly cycle of different times to work at things, and it has to be that way. We can't keep on doing the same thing. If we'd have Yom Kippur every day, it wouldn't be Yom Kippur. So Hashem made it that this is a time that's set aside once a year that, to work on tshuva. Now, the reason why it worked that way is because what happened on, what happened on Rish Chodesh El that relates to our idea of tshuva in history? 
Moshe Rabbeinu, very good, Moshe Rabbeinu went up for the third time to get the Luchashnias, right? He went up the first time on Shavuos, Rabbazayin Sivan, and got the Torah, came down 40, 40 days later, on Shavuos of Atamas, and the Luchas were broken, went up the next day or two, and the, the, to do Tshuva for Klai, to Mispal for Tshuva Klai Yisrael, and, and, and with Neskabal on Rish Chodesh Elul, and then came down on, for the final time on Yom Kippur, which is the completion of Tshuva. So the, 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 40, the Rish Chodesh Elul and Yom Kippur were first, that in, in, in history, Aaron, the first time they were related to the idea of Tshuva is because that's when Moshe Rabbeinu went up for the third time to sort of get the Lucha Shniyas and to have a completion of the Tshuva cycle, which ended when he brought down the second pair of Luchas on Yom Kippur. Did I answer your question? I guess why are there cycles? I'm saying why is there right. That's the, 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 the question is why there has, there has to be cycles. And that's why we have Purim once a year and Hanukkah once a year. And that's why we always say every day is a little bit Purim, every day is a little bit Hanukkah, because the point of having Purim once a year is to, cre- is to take that inspiration and that idea and that specific connection that you make to Hashem and Purim and live with it throughout, throughout the whole year. And Tzukas and Pesach is a different ways of connecting to Hashem and different ways of feeling Hashem and those it's supposed to take throughout the whole year. Shalom Aleichem, this is Menachem Weinberg. These shiurim were given in Yeshivas Ahavas Atorah Cleveland. For more information, visit yeshivasahavasatorah.org. Thank you.